Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Yes, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Yes, I'm blessed. Yes, yes, ma'am. Why, grads? Yes, I'm blessed. Yes, I'm blessed. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my good morning, good morning, good morning. How y'all doing this morning? My goodness, I'm blessed. Good morning, welcome, welcome, welcome. How y'all doing this morning? I guess we back Facebook Live. Facebook wouldn't give me grace yesterday, but that's okay. <laughs> I love Facebook anyway. Like, I didn't talk bad to it. I, I know better um, than to talk bad to something. So I didn't talk bad to it. I was just kind of like, okay, Facebook, you don't want to be great for me. That's cool. We're going to stay YouTube live, Instagram live, and definitely Joy Net live. Well, good morning and welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha, a.k.a. L.M. J, like AKA LMJ. I love that, especially when I'm in certain places and they can't say my name. They're like, I don't know how to pronounce your name. And I'm like, just call me LJ or LMJ. That's what my friends call me. I'm going to make it easier on you today. I'm going to make it a little bit easier on you today. So, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. I'm so excited. Um, today is Testa. By Tuesday, we got a few testimonies we're going to share this morning. A couple of people messaged me um, and shared with me some things that the Lord had been doing for them over the last few days. And I'm just super, super, super excited. The, the word should not be going forth and we not see the evidence of it. Like the Lord can't give us a word of knowledge and we not see the evidence of it. And so I'm super excited about seeing the word. Just a couple of quick announcements. Don't forget, we are headed to LA, Pillow Talk LA. If you've never experienced Pillow Talk, if you're in the California area, get to this Pillow Talk. If you got friends out there, tell them, hey, y'all don't want to miss Pillow Talk LA um, one day only. That's next Friday. So make sure you get in and get registered. Registration is about to close for that event. And then tomorrow we got Real Talk with LMJ and I am interviewing Barry Brewer out of Chicago, Illinois, actor, comedian. I'm really excited. So set your, set your, have your lunch hour with me tomorrow and get on for Real Talk with LMJ. I'm just going to see God do this thing real big for Barry. He's raising $1 million for Chicago schools. He's raising $1 million for Chicago schools. So I'm super, super excited to see about See what happens with Barry. Get to get let you guys talk to Barry tomorrow. So definitely for sure. Uh, log on tomorrow. If you want to connect with the ministry, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. If you want to find out if you're on Joy Name, you want to find out a little bit more about who LMJ is, my bio is out there. 
Um, and I'm just, I don't know. We just in a good place. Let's pray. We get ready to pray. Um, for those of you that are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, do me a favor, share the video live right now. Like put it in someone's hands. Tell someone, I want you to chime in. Yesterday we talked about comparison and how comparison was killing us how comparison was killing us. This morning, we're gonna talk about jealousy, that green-eyed monster, which usually comes in after comparison. But I wanna join my faith with yours today. And I want you to do me a favor. I want you to, I dare, let me share these two testimonies first. And if you have another testimony, be sure, like be sure to drop drop that in. Um, I'm telling you, uh, the, a couple of weeks ago, the word the Lord gave me a word that people would come into acceleration and promotion for new jobs. And two different women messaged me and said, "I got one lady got a promotion, and another lady was able to get a D. Why you always make my day? Another lady was able to a job a job opportunity came for her, but she did. She called me. She said, "Will you pray with me on this? Because I don't think this is the job for me." And we waited and we prayed, and the Lord brought her into another situation. God is a God of doing things. God is a God that does things. He's about things. God is not getting ready to leave you in a situation. God is not getting ready to give you a promise and it not manifest for you. God is a God about doing things. He's a God about business. He's a God that does not lie. He's a God that's faithful. So I'm telling you um, this morning, I'm seeing the testimonies come in. And so if you got a testimony, share it with the many. Share it, share with us. We're overcome by the blood of lamb and the word of our testimony. And a lot of times when we testify, it gives someone else encouragement to keep moving on. It gives someone else encouragement to keep moving on. So make sure, just make sure that you share your testimonies with those around you. Some people need to experience. So that's two. That was just two. We had a couple more that had job opportunities moving. The same thing God did for them is the same thing God will do for you. And one of the young ladies, she was like, I'm glad I didn't quit tithing. I'm glad I didn't quit sewing. No matter what my financial situation looked like, I kept in kingdom. I kept doing the things of God and I watched God move on my behalf. And I'm telling you the same thing. If you keep the principles of kingdom, you will begin to see God move on your behalf. Don't faint in the last hour. Don't faint at the last minute. Don't, don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved because you feel like um, it's not happening or it's not working or God is uh, moving slow. God is never, ever, ever moving slow. Y'all see JC, y'all wave at JC right there. He's moving my banner. God is never, ever, ever moving slow. I promise you he is not. God is never, ever, ever moving slow. God is a on time God for sure. So let's pray. I want to get my faith in alignment with your faith today. I want to get, I want you to dream. I want you to think big. I want you to put something out before God today. A lot of times we'll withhold things from God. Like we don't want to confess it or we don't want to say it or we don't want to mention it because we're afraid of what uh, will be said or what we'll do or whether or not God is going to move or do that thing. And God is like, I'm definitely going to do this thing. 
I just need you to stay in faith for this thing. I just need you to stay in agreement for this thing. I just need you to be in position for this thing, to receive this thing. So I'm daring you to put your faith out there today. Paula, we're definitely standing in the gap for you federal employees. I know it has not been hard, but I'm believing God that he's going to redeem the time for every and the money for every federal employee. You cannot be a tither. You cannot be a person of covenant. It does not line up with his word and God not pay you. And I always say when I see the enemy, oh, okay, you think you slick? Then I want my stuff back sevenfold because that's the scripture. Then you give me back, you repay me seven times what you've taken. So for every federal employee, we're just standing in the gap that you're going to get seven times what you lost. That you're going you're gonna to see God multiply and increase you no matter what's going on around you. You won't see multiplication and increase coming to you even when it looks like you're losing. Stay steadfast and immovable. So let's pray today. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Father God, that you are a sovereign God, that you are a righteous God, that you are a just God, that you are a faithful God. We thank you, Lord God, that even when we don't understand, you are moving on our behalf. You are Yahweh. You are supreme. You are provider. You are healer. You are the, you are the anointing that destroys the yoke. You are the one that goes before us. You are the one that created us. You are the one that knew us. You are the one that knitted us in our mother's womb. You are the omnipotent, omniscient, all-seeing, all-powerful God. And you have the ability to move heaven and earth for us. And we thank you, God, for being a sovereign God. We thank you for being a powerful God. We thank you, Father God, that you are I am, the great I am. You are Prince of Peace. You are Lion of Judah. You are Yahweh. You are King of Kings. Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You are Shammah. You are Jehovah Shammah. You are all we need, Lord God. We just bless your name, praise you, and say thank you, Lord God. How magnificent you are, Lord God. How magnificent you are that you heard the prayers of your people today, Lord God. That you hear the prayers of your people today. Lord God, I ask that they, I'm, I'm thankful and grateful and ask that you just open their hearts to receive you, Lord God. And I thank you that they have an open heart to receive you, Lord God, that they not be closed off or carnal minded, Lord God, that they see the supernatural, Father. And we pray against the spirit of jealousy right now. We bind jealousy back to the gates of hell. We thank you, Lord God, as you teach us, Father God, that you purify us, Lord God, that you touch the hidden places in our heart that do not look like you. We thank you, Father God, for your grace, your mercy, for the strength to carry us on through. We thank you, Father God, for the strength to carry us on through. We, we thank you, Lord God. We bless you. We praise you. <laughs> we thank you, Holy Spirit. I cancel the assignment of enemy, the enemy off your life. You will not be worried any longer. Great is his peace in your life. We thank you, Father God, for great is your peace. Thank you, Lord. We will not live in an undisturbed composure. We will trust you even when it looks skeptical, even when it looks like it's not working. We're going to trust you, Lord. As a matter of fact, we're renewing our faith today, Lord God, saying that we will trust you, Lord God. We will trust you, Lord God. Mm. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Mm. 
In Jesus' mighty name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Oh my God. So we started this um, devotional yesterday on low self-esteem. And I told you how we got to the devotional, how we start talking about low self-esteem was we were dealing with, um, I'm sorry, I'm moving again. We were dealing with the scripture in Philippians. We've been on this track in Philippians. And as we were on this track in Philippians, we began to deal with this scripture. And the scripture was asking us to put others before ourselves. And I told you when I, um, I asked the Lord, I said, why is it that we struggle with doing this? What's going on with us that we can't put others before ourselves, esteem others. We're fighting jealousy and the Lord began to show me. He said, there are some holes in some of you. You have been fighting and dealing with low self-esteem and your fight and your ability to deal with low self-esteem. You can't put someone above yourself. You can't put someone else. You can't celebrate someone else when there's holes and gaps in you and when you're struggling with who you are, when you have a lack of self-respect, when you're talking negatively. Those are some of the things that identify low self-esteem. Um, there are so many characteristics. Sometimes they're not even obvious um, as one would assume. Like sometimes we think we know um, when we we're dealing with low self-esteem and sometimes we don't even realize we're struggling with low self-esteem. Even seeking approval and validation on social media is an identifying factor that you're dealing with low self-esteem, that you're dealing with low self-esteem, that you got an issue. You know, if you got to put a picture out and that picture defines your day or someone coming on your post, that's why when I start watching people over post, if you're not marketing and branding and people are constantly putting their emotions and feelings out, I don't even care if it's just scriptures. When you're in a constant state of doing that, something is going on inside of you. For one, if you're working, you shouldn't have that much time. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real. For one, if you're working, you should not have that much time to constantly be posting on social media. Um, for one, if you're trying to in tune to the voice of God, you shouldn't have that much time. I don't, I don't, I don't, you just shouldn't have that much time. So comparing, gossiping about others, um, even putting others first, excessive Facebooking, excessive social media, those are samples of low self-esteem. If you're constantly doing things because you want to stay connected to someone or something, you can't be by yourself. That's a sign and an issue with low self-esteem. If that's something you're constantly having to do, you can't be alone. Then those are some signs that you're dealing with some low, some low self-esteem. And so God in this journey or this week is helping to build us in self-esteem so we can have healthy self-esteem. Um, when a person is living with healthy self-esteem, they spend the bulk of their time doing things that promote positivity within themselves and in life, that promote positivity within themselves and within life. And they're not looking for a certain validation from these things. They've already been validated. They're already clear in who they are and what they do. And y'all already know something had to occur in your life that shifted your self-esteem, that shifted your perspective. And I, and I said to you before, I said, the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ is, is where we're going, which gives us the heart of God, which is going to give us the thought process of who we really, really, really are in God. But if you don't know who you are in God, then your self-esteem is going to be low. Um, two, last, I think it was last week or New Year's Day, 
I wrote out my son's names and I put them on their wall. And when I put their names on their wall, I said, let me tell you something. That is your name. That is what your father named you. That is what your father called you. That is what I called you. So when this world calls you anything else, you tell this world, absolutely not. My mother calls me by name. God named me strategically. He called me by name. And even if you were named something that doesn't have significant meaning, you better get into the prayer prayer Jabez, whose mother named him pain. And ask God to move you beyond the capacity of your pain. And so these characteristics, these things, these characteristics of low self-esteem, I told you one of those was comparing yourself with others. And I gave you the scriptures yesterday. Remember, our, our medicine for dealing with anything we're struggling with in our life is taking two scriptures three times a day and meditating on those scriptures so that we can become healthy and we can become whole. And so I told you one of those things is comparing yourself. And I gave you the scripture out of Galatians 6, 4, and 5. Each of you must examine your own actions. Then you can be proud of your own accomplishments without comparing yourself to others. Assume your own responsibility. And I told you in comparing yourself to others that, um, False measuring sticks. When we start comparing ourselves, then we say God's original attempt for us isn't good enough. When we start comparing ourselves, we are saying that God's original intent for us is not good enough. That you're comparing, that you're looking, that you created these scales, these weights. If you start looking at your body type, aspiring or coveting to be someone else, then you're saying, God, I am almost six feet tall. I am almost six feet tall. I had a woman one time tell me, um, your tallness is intimidating. And I said, do what? And she said, yeah, your tallness is intimidating. And I said, well, ma'am, God, my dad is six, four and my mom is five, eight. And my genetic code and God's design for me was to be almost six feet. And so if you are intimidated by the fact that I'm six feet, ma'am, that ain't on, that ain't on me. Stop measuring yourself. Stop comparing. And she was, she was petite in stature. Stop comparing yourself or the lack of what you have due to the fact that your stature or you're made differently than I am. You're going to sabotage God's vision for you by comparing yourself to you. We see this all the time. Preachers comparing themselves to other people. Well, I don't preach like they do. Well, you weren't designed to preach like you do. I was teasing JC the other morning about having a hoop in me. I don't hoop when I preach. And if I ever start hooping when I preach, it's probably going to get funny. Like it's probably going to be funny. I'm a teacher. I don't have a hoop in me, but I'm not spending my time watching other people in the pulpit aspiring to be like them. What I'm doing is spending my time before God saying, no, God, let me be all that you created Lakeisha to be according to my personality, according to what you designed me to be not anything else. And so these false um, measuring sticks put you in just a very bad space. If you watch it in social, watching social media, aspiring to be any, anything like anybody else, I'm not saying you can't have mentors. I'm not saying you can't have goals, but if you're in a position aspiring to be like anybody else, then you're denying what God created in you and you're not going to come into the fullness of who God created to be. Or if you're comparing yourself thinking you are high and mighty, then you're, then you're missing what God said. Then you're missing what God said. Scales always lie. Scales always lie. I got a scale in my, um, my mom has one in her bathroom. I don't keep a scale in my house. And I was on a weight loss journey. I was at 245 pounds and I was just not my healthy self. And I was big and beautiful. 
but I was not my healthy self. And the Lord started me on this weight loss journey. But every time I would get on a different scale, each scale had a different weight to it. So I stopped weighing myself. Why? Because the scales were lying to me. Scales don't tell you the truth about your value, about your worth, or about your significance. So anytime you got a measurement for someone else against your life, right, then you're not getting the true value about your worth and about your significance. Numbers will lie to you. Facebook likes, followers will lie to you. People will lie to you. People will tell you you are successful or people will tell you they believe in you and then leave you and go dog you out and talk about you. You have to stop using these false measures. You've got to be before the Lord and say to the Lord, Lord, show me what you see in me. Show me your design for me. Show me your ideal for me. You show me what you have for me because I don't want this world to give me a standard or a measurement of what I think. And so a lot of our self-esteem issues come from comparison. And some of us did it as parents. We compared kids to other kids. I had to repent for that. I told my kids, I said, if I ever compared you, I have five sons who are all uniquely designed by God. I said, if I ever compared you to one of your brothers and I might send them this message again, I'm sorry. Or if you ever felt like I was comparing you to one of your brothers, I'm sorry. Because I never should compare you to another child in the house. You 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 process different. You go through pain different. You struggle differently. Your call is different than your brothers. Even though you came from the same household, you're still different children. The same thing goes for twins. And so if I ever compared you, don't give your kids a measuring stick. Don't tell them you should be like so-and-so's kids. Don't, don't do that. That's not healthy for your kids. Because then they start having insecurities about themselves. They have insecurities about themselves. They start developing false measurements of what they are. Comparisons are always unfair, right? We presume things about others that we don't even know to be true. We don't know to be true. And right now, social media got us so janked up and TV got us so janked up, thinking us that we're successful in so many ways. And, and they're not. It's, a it's just a definition. Comparison requires metrics. Only a fool. I'm just being honest. And we know what the word says about being a fool. Only a fool, only a fool, listen to what I'm saying. Only a fool uses comparisons or metrics to gauge the counting. Only a fool thinks things can be measured in counting. Quality supersedes quantity a lot of times. You can have a church with 300 people in it. And they go impact the entire world. Only a fool uses metrics. Comparisons rob you of time. You'll spend so much time evaluating comparison. You'll miss the, the time doing. When I life coach and when I business coach, I'm like, or if I'm talking to people about their marriage and relationship coaching, I'm like, you don't spend all this time looking at the Joneses next door, setting them as the metric, metric engagement. You're missing the opportunity and time to develop your own relationship. You're missing the opportunity and time for God to develop you at the capacity that God is developing you by comparing and looking at someone else. It's okay for you to understand the numbers or the market in business. I'm not saying that. You got 86,000 seconds in a day. It's a little bit more than that. 86,000 seconds in a day. Think about how many seconds you spend comparing yourself to someone else. You're too unique for that. You're too gifted for that. You're too bright for that. You're too talented for that. You're too successful for that. 
You're too successful to spend that time comparing yourself, judging, measuring your life by someone else. God is your measuring stick. The word, that's why you got to know what the word of the Lord says about you. That's why I told you, you can't, you got to divulge, your, you got to dive into this word so deep so that it gives you the identity. I don't allow anybody to speak into my son's life. Anybody. If it, and I built them up so that if anybody, Sunday, this girl in church called Judah bad, he said, she called me bad and I'm not bad. He said, I'm not bad. My actions right now might not have been right, but I'm not bad. I don't allow any negative energy, any negative thoughts to be around me, to be around them. I don't allow no mind game. I'm not playing no games with nobody. And the reason why is I fought from self, low self-esteem from way too long. I didn't know my value. The world was giving me a definition of what was successful and what was Lakeisha. And I thought all of these things and the Lord had to shake me. And he had to say to me, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. No, ma'am, that's not what we're doing. No, ma'am, that's not what we're doing. That's not how we're living. That's not what we're doing. That's not. So your gifts, your talents and successes and the contributions that you're supposed to make to this world are, are being taken from you. Every time you sit around and compare yourself, your gift makes room for you. And some of the, one of the reasons, I guess I'm going to have to get into jealousy tomorrow. One of the reasons we miss the opportunity for God to get the fullness out of us or for God to do absolutely everything he's supposed to do for us is because we're so focused externally that we're not listening to the voice of God. You have, not, you have nothing to gain but everything to lose by sitting up comparing yourself to somebody else. You'll, you'll, you'll always find a new measurement. You'll always find a new gauge. Comparison also puts your focus on the wrong person. It's actually pretty prideful. When you're a comparison, it's actually pretty prideful. It makes you put some things, you're wasting too much precious time and energy. So we're not comparing. Because another thing that comparing produces, it produces resentment. You'll start resenting yourself. You'll become ungrateful. You'll start resenting your life. And then the next thing, and I guess we'll get into this tomorrow, that comparison does, it brings about jealousy. Anytime you're in a position of comparison, you're going to become a jealous person. Then you're probably going to become a covetous person. You're going to become a jealous person, and then you're probably going to become a co covetous person, comparing, measuring other people to yourself. And God is like, no, I created you. Jeremiah 1 and 5, I formed you in your mo mother's womb. I put you in a position for you to be and look like me and evidence of me here on the earth. I didn't create you to look like anybody else. Second Timothy one and seven says for the spirit that God has given us does not make us timid. It does not make us timid. Instead, his spirit fills us with power, love and self-control. In this low self-esteem thing, timidity will take over. And once timidity takes over, that's when you start comparison. Because you don't have the boldness that you need for you to become all you need to become. You're not going to walk into it. Why? Because timidity is set in because you've been comparing yourself to somebody else. And then you don't think you need, 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 are good enough. And then you know what manifests next out of that is jealousy. And jealousy is one of the worst things that God, God talks about envy all the time. And we're going to get into envy tomorrow. I thought we needed to, we were going to do it today, but the Holy Spirit just took us in a different direction. Some of you guys needed to probably understand more how and what you were comparing yourself. Comparison just ain't cool. It just ain't good. It ain't good for you. It's not going to ever be good for you. And it's going to lead to you being jealous and coveting. 
someone else's stuff. And you don't need to covet someone else's stuff. You don't need to be in a position coveting what someone else does. You need to free yourself from that. Because what, what, what you do in that is this ungrateful spirit will be birthed out of you and you'll never be satisfied with what God is doing for you right now. Paul said, man, I've learned to be content. And one of the reasons that he learned to be content was because he understood who and what he was in Christ. I, you know what I had to do for myself one day? I had to simply say to myself, you preach. <laughs> Because I was struggling with it. I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I was trying to put it in a different box. And the Lord said, it's, it's time for you to come to terms and agreement with who you are. You preach. You were called to preach to the nations. You were called for to ministry. You were called to evangelize. You preach. And I am business and I have all these other assets that go into my ministry because I have ministry for the marketplace. But God and I had to have a real conversation. He's like, you need to go in and admit this out loud. I preach. And so a lot of times now when I write, I just hashtag I preach. And it's my reminder of this is who I am. This is what God called me to be. And my gift is going to make room for me. And the reason my gift is going to make room for me is because I'm not trying to facet LMJ or Lakeisha after anybody else. I'm only doing what I see my father do. I'm only the reflection of my father here on earth. I'm content and satisfied right now where God has. And it puts you, I'm just going to be walking in the fullness of who God called you to be. It makes you awkward sometimes. It makes you weird. But we're supposed to be set apart. We're not supposed to be on this earth looking like everybody else and acting like everybody else. We are supposed to be in this world. Remember we talked about it, but not of this world. And so I had to, I have a list of I am's that I say to myself every day. And one of them is I am a preacher. I preach. I'm an evangelist. I'm a woman of God. I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost focus driven and I will fulfill my destiny. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a lender and not a borrower. That's who I am. I preach. I was called to preach. I was called to the gospel. I was called to. That's what I was called to do. I was called to set the captives free. I was called to lay hands on the sick. You got to get real with yourself because the world has been defining you for too long by everything else. So those were the things I had to get bold and sober about. This is the call of my life. I was called in the ministry. I was called in the ministry. My grandmother was an evangelist. She paved the way. And once I accepted who I was and I stopped comparing myself to everybody else, man, God began to open up doors for me. I don't have to force any door to open for me. God has opened up every door for me. I don't, I don't have to beg. I don't have to sell myself. But the comparing and not knowing you who you are will make you force and do those things and do those things incorrectly. That's one of the reasons the Lord opened up the door for me to business coach this year and to life coach and to help people come into the fullness of what the, who they are. Because a lot of people don't know who they are. And part of my gift is pulling that out of you. Part of my gift is pulling out of you what's in your belly so you can become absolutely everything that God called you to be. Well, guess what? We are out of time. We're out of time. Man, that was good for me today. I'm sitting here listening and thinking about some of the things that God has said to me, in me, and all around me, and about me. And I, this morning, I was reminded about greatness and about who I am and keeping those things before God. And I hope today that this motivated you to walk in the fullness of who you are and not deny yourself. Don't compare yourself to anybody else another day.
Not another day. Tomorrow we're going to deal with this jealousy thing, this green-eyed monster. Some of y'all don't even realize there's a je jealous spirit dwelling in you. I didn't when I dealt with it until the Lord dealt with it. So I'll see you back here in the morning. Y'all do me a favor. You know what I'm about to say. Go be loved today. That's kingdom, baby. Go be loved today. Let the love of God be in you, be around you. Let someone experience to you. Log on to the website. Don't forget to go and sign up for partnership. Man, we got things moving in this ministry and I'm seeing our partners move. We're making connections. We're impacting the homeless. We're, we're partnering with Drew Partner, Drew, Drew Projects in Hollywood. So don't forget to go sign up for partnerships. I love y'all so much. I love you so much. See you back here. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.